Hey there, this is Pumpkin. Just Pumpkin by myself. Um, I figured I would do a bonus episode of a couple of places that I went to recently. Breweries that I went to by myself because, you know, Peach gets a little bored when we're doing the main podcast and I talk about these places. It's different if we go somewhere together and we're both kind of drinking and trying things, especially cider places. I wouldn't go to a cider place without Peach. Um, but breweries are a different thing because Peach does not like beer so much. She does like some of the sours and stuff. But even sometimes if they're brewed with like their milk stouts or they have milk sugar in them or lactose, uh, they mess with Peach's uh, belly. She's intolerant to the lactose. Um, so... Normally on my days off, like usually a Friday, because I'll go during the day, like in the middle of the day, because um, it's less crowded and it's convenient for me because I have off and it's the middle of the day. So I'll go to some places and try them out. So it's usually me by myself because then I don't have to subject her to being bored and not wanting to drink anything or not liking anything. And it's good for me because I don't have to deal with a bustling crowd, uh, usually in the middle of the day on a Friday. Um, so I figured I would do this bonus episode so it wouldn't cut into our last episode that we recorded or a next episode that we would record to be talking about something that's just doesn't include Peach, which would be boring. So, um... Let's see here. So I did go to um, Source, the Source Brewery, uh, recently. Um, I went there right before we got the snowstorm, or the day of the snowstorm, like early in the day. Uh, a few what was it like last week or so. Um, I went there. Let's see what day that was. Um, the 28th of January. So um, I went there, uh, Source Brewery. It's in Colts Neck, New Jersey. Um, I have tried some of their, not other stuff, but they've done collaborations with other um, breweries that I, I know I've had before. And... Uh, I said I was like trying out new places and I had seen them uh, it came up on Instagram about them having a um, new ale coming out that was uh, called the Apple Cinnamon Puff so I was like oh that sounds good and um, huh. I'd gone earlier in the day to a liquor store close by to find Snow Day by Hudson North it's a cider a vanilla chai black tea-ish cider and uh i went there to get that and i had seen the apple cinnamon puff that they already had it in cans that day because it was coming out that day most people were like pre-ordering it or getting it at the brewery itself but i guess they shipped it out to some places and they just had it right there that morning and i was like no you know i'm probably gonna drop by that place so i'm not gonna buy that four pack now um because i was hoping maybe they would have it on um on tap so I wouldn't have to buy like a full four pack in case I didn't like it um, so I didn't buy it 
and um, I went to the brewery, and it's a pretty it was a pretty nice place. Uh, I like the aesthetic of it. It's got two floors. It looks like I didn't go up on the, the first floor, and it was was kind of empty. So I just sat at like a, a table for two. It was like a barrel table. Um, guys there were nice. People were coming in very frequently, picking up their waters, I guess, more so because of the new stuff that came out and um, the snowstorm that was coming. So people were coming in and getting their beer. And um, I had tried, they didn't have the apple cinnamon puff on tap, unfortunately. And all the pre orders in the uh, brewery were that was sold out. So I was like, well, you know what? If I really want to get it, I know that place near me had it this mor that morning. So maybe I can go back and get it. Um, I did try their Kolsch beer. Um, I gave it a 4.5 on Untapped. Again, if you're listening to this bonus episode, if you've never listened to any of our other episodes before, um, we use, when we talk about ciders or be beer or meads, we use the app Untapped. It's a great way to keep track of what you drank, what you like, what you didn't like, where you got it at, where you've been. Um, it helps you find certain uh, drinks, beers, ciders, meads, if you're looking for them in your area and somebody else has purchased it and checked in and they checked in that they bought it at a certain place. It helps you find things that way. It's a really good thing you can, like, you know, have friends on there and you can see their activity and what they drink and, you know, uh, helps you get some ideas for maybe some things that you didn't think of or see that you'd like to try. Um, so it's pretty good. I did drink the Kolsch beer. I, had, I thought it had a really nice taste. Um, it... It was a pretty good, just a regular drinking beer. I mean, it was uh, enjoyable. It's 5.5% alcohol. Um, their Kolsch beer was brewed with a base of German Pilsner and Munich malts. It's hopped lightly in the kettle with German spot, spat and uh, Mandarina Bavaria hops. And uh, then fermented cool with a traditional Kolsch yeast strain. Um, aromas and of floral and spicy noble hops greet the senses first and are accompanied by the delicate fruity yeast esters and notes of bready maltness, malt richness. Kolsch beer delivers on the traditional flavors and drinks with a smooth body of an crisp, refreshing finish. The hop bitterness balances the malt sweetness in such a way that it makes this brew extremely drinkable. We get notes of spicy floral noble hops, local bakery, orange marmalade on toast, apricot, Black tea, green pear, bright citrus, fresh herbs. I didn't get most of that, and I really don't like sometimes when places just go really descriptive on what their beer tastes like, because half the time I usually don't get it, and you might say, oh, well, you know, you're not a real beer drinker then, or a craft brew enthusiast or whatever. I just know I like what I like, and I get out of it what I get out of it. And usually more often than not, because I have drank a lot of things, um... The more it's described and the more things are supposed to, you're supposed to get out of it is the less I really get out of it. I mean, sometimes it just seems really reaching with all the descriptiveness of uh, what it is. Like, you know, that's just me. Some people may lay reading all this and to me it gets a little uppity, a little, ooh, we get notes and aromas and ooh. And I'm not saying go ahead, don't describe your your beer but 
calm down a little bit sometimes because sometimes it'll be like oh orange marmalade on toast the fuck are you talking about like I don't know it just seems like a lot of things that you could get out of this and I guess it's just very um I don't know it's very uh based on whoever's drinking it you know based on what your palate is based on what your preferences are based on what you know, your taste buds are like, everybody's different, you know, everybody gets different things out of different things, so, I just, bottom line, I liked it, I gave it a 4.5, that's pretty high, um, because it's, on untapped, it's out of, you know, 0 to 5, is what you can rate things, on increments of like, point five, like, you know, uh, point five, point ten, point twenty. so, or 2.5, it's like, you know, uh, just like little increments that you can do it like you know oh, i liked it two or 2.25 2.50 and then you're up to three so 4.5 that's almost a full five so like i said i really liked it um i also tried they had a beer called hummingbird cake um it's 13%. It's a pastry stout. Uh, 13% alcohol. I gave it a 3.25. It's conditioned on Thai banana, pineapple, pecans, Saigon cinnamon, Madagascar vanilla, and milk sugar. Um, again, they're very lengthy with their descriptions of their stuff. Um, but it's just based on the gist of it. It's a pastry stout. Um, it's based on hummingbird cake. It's a popular dessert in Jamaica named after the country's national bird, which I guess is a hummingbird. Um, and then it goes into a long, very long description about how it's boiled for over six hours in the kettle to a concentrate, a myriad of delectable multi aromas and flavors, including candied dates, caramelized brown sugar, fig jam, toasty oats, and rich dark chocolate. They added mouth sugar, milk sugar for a mouthfeel. Um, they get notes of sweet Thai banana, ripe pineapple, cinnamon, toasty pecans, caramelized dates, and creamy vanilla icing. Again, it's just a very long description in the process, which is good to know those things if you're like a really crazy beer enthusiast. And, um, I liked it. Like I said, I gave it a 3.25. It was pretty good. Uh, it had a nice flavor. You could taste the, the banana and the vanilla. It was, uh pretty sweet uh, I would give it so I enjoyed it then I also did um, a Mexican hot chocolate and uh, that was also a pastry they considered a pastry stout it's 13% alcohol uh, the good thing was that they did these in like small pours um, that's good especially when you're drinking a lot of things like stouts and stuff that has a high alcohol content if some places don't do flights and it's like well I gotta drink a whole glass of this and if you have a lot of stuff that I want to try and taste kind of sucks if you have to do full pours big pours of stuff that has high alcohol content so this was pretty good they came in little you know little glasses I'll post pictures on the Instagram um, I gave it a 3.5 it's uh, conditioned on chocolate, cinnamon, vanilla, marshmallow, nutmeg, and Mexican chilies and milk sugar. Uh, 
from the Mexican hot chocolate drinks with a full body and enough sweetness to balance the heat. The cocoa and vanilla flavors take center stage, while the chili flavors, dark fruits, leather, and tobacco, cinnamon, and nutmeg spices, and touch of capsaicin heat come through on the back end. Um, so it was good. It had a nice little heat to it, and you got the chocolate and the vanilla. You could taste that stuff, the sweetness. And I do usually like to drink things that have a little bit... I'll try things. I like to try things that have a little bit of heat to them. Um, ciders and beers that have like chili peppers in them or habanero peppers. Um, like my, like mango habanero ciders. There's some of those out there. Some wines that have pepper. Like I do like a spicy vodka. Um, there's a, a place um, that we've gone to. Skunk Town Distillery we've talked about before on other episodes. Um, they do a spicy vodka that they... Um, make with uh, scorpion peppers um, I believe no Carolina Reapers is what they use and um, it's it's pretty spicy stuff but it's good you know to get in a drink so like I said I gave this a 3.5 it was pretty tasty um, and then the, the last thing I did there was called Amaras Puri it's um a smoothie sour pastry ish kind of drink it's a uh, 8% alcohol Ugh, my nose is running sorry about that um, this um, I gave a, f a full five it was my favorite out of the whole bunch uh, it was really delicious um, it's uh, they don't have a description thing of it here on on here, but you really could taste like mango and um, a citrus to it. It had a really great mango taste. Um, it was sweet and it was very, very good, very delicious. I really liked it. Um, my favorite out of the whole thing. I wish I'd gotten more of it. Um, so when I left there. And I came home and I wanted to, like, I, don't, I want the apple cinnamon puff. And so I went back to the first liquor store I went to in the day and they still had it. And I bought a four pack of it. And from the description, I was really hopeful, but I was really let down by it. Um, I kind of wish I hadn't bought it or they had had it on tap there so I could just try a glass of it and not be stuck with a four pack of it. But it just didn't hit with me. I don't know. I mean, I, I, it's a new, it was a new beer they were releasing. So, I mean, I don't want to say that possibly it was old and then maybe it didn't taste how it should. But it was a big letdown for me. I wrote this on Untapped. Um, I only gave it a 1.25. Um, after they're trying their other off offerings, I thought it would be good. But I don't get most of what they describe the taste of it is. Um... And I got a very bitter taste at the back end of it. So it's just very, uh, it was very a big letdown to me. It says it's brewed with brown sugar and milk sugar conditioned on apple, cinnamon, and vanilla. The apple cinnamon puff was brewed with a base of premium Maris Otter and Munich malts along with toasted golden oats and other specialty grains which provide the beer with the flavors reminiscent of a puffy apple pie crust. Um, during the boil, they added brown sugar for a touch of caramelization character and milk sugar to thicken the body and lend a creamy mouthfeel sensation. Post-fermentation, the brew was cold-conditioned on red apples, Saigon cinnamon sticks, and Madagascar vanilla. And it all sounds great, but I just didn't get that taste. I didn't get, like, the pie crust. I didn't get any kind of 
creamy mouthfeel sensation. It just had the mouthfeel of like a regular beer, like an ale. And um, like I said, I got that bitter taste. I don't know where that came from, but like it just, the description didn't match up with what I tasted. I didn't much care for it. And that was a, a big letdown, especially since I had gone all the way back to the liquor store that I first went to earlier that day just to get it. And it was just like, oh, I shouldn't have wasted the time or the gas or the money. And it's just sad when stuff like that happens. But it happens. Um, I also recently checked out um, Heavy heavy Real Brewing. They're in Seaside Heights, New Jersey. Um, I had just been looking through stuff and... Um, I saw that they had a pineapple Dole Whip, um, like sour beer, um, and that sounded really good. So I was like, oh, let me see what else they've got. And then they had some other stuff on their list, tap list at their place that sounded really good. So I was like, you know what? I'll take a drive down there and see what it's all about. And like I said, I usually go on Fridays. It was early in the day, like right about after they kind of opened. Place was empty. Uh, and then another older couple came in afterwards, but it was mostly just me and them for the, the majority of the time. Um, really cool place, really cool space. I like how it's decorated. It's down the shore. It's very nautical themed, beach themed-ish. More like a, a, a nautical kind of thing because like the heavy reel. Um, and uh, it's just set up very nice. They got like a, a bar area. They got lots of tables, lots of space. Um, they were playing some pretty awesome music. Uh, the playlist they had going on there. Um, they were playing like some Bad Religion and, and Alkaline Trio and the Medzingers. And um, it was just uh, some Goldfinger was on in there. And uh, it was good stuff. It was a good time. And uh, a lot of the beers that I tried were pretty good too. Um, <clears throat> I tried their beer called Das Pills. It's a German Pilsner. It's 5.7% alcohol. I gave it a 2.75. It was it was pretty good. Um, I guess a little bit more kind of hoppy than I would have liked personally. I tasted it. Um, it's it's, but it was you know like I said I gave it a 2.75. It's kind of in that middle-ish area for me. Um, then I also tried. Um, they had one called a Fruit with Friends Peach Passion Fruit Parfait. Um, this is a collaboration with Ingenious Brewing Company out of Humble, Texas. Um, it's a 6% uh, alcohol. It's a sour, fruited uh, Berliner Weiss. And uh, it was good. It was nice and sour, and you got that peach and the passion fruit and that parfait kind of creamy-ish kind of taste. Um, it was really good. I gave it a 4.25 and, uh, it was definitely, uh, uh, one of the favorites for me while I was there. Um, then I also tried, uh, one that they had called 24 karat gold. It's a, uh, Imperial stout. It's a 12.1% alcohol. It's, um, a collaboration with King's Brewing Company out of Rancho Cucamonga, California. It's a carrot cake, 
inspired uh, stout with some vanilla and cinnamon in there. And you definitely get all those flavors. It was, it was good. It, I gave it a three point five. Um, but you definitely get that little bit of a thickness to it. Uh, you get that carrot cake ish. It's it's pretty pretty tasty. Um, like I said, I gave it a three point five. Good marks, you know. Anything for me, I think anything that's like above a two is usually something that I I like. Maybe some things I like more than others, but if I give it below a two, it's usually like, hey, I tried it and it wasn't like it didn't make me die or, or, or vomit instantly. So I'll, I'll give it a low number, but like it's those are probably things I'm never going to drink again. So uh, 3.5 is definitely a good score for that. Um, I also tried one called, uh, they have Love, it's L-U-V-V, Orange Creamsicle. Um, it's like from the same line of like the Pineapple Dole Whip because that's also Love Pineapple Dole Whip. Um, it's a sour, it's 8% alcohol. Um, definitely very nice taste, the orange creamsicle taste to get that sourness. I gave it a 4.25, definitely a favorite. Um from them so you definitely got a really good taste out of that one uh so i would definitely i gave it like i said i gave it a 4.25 so that's definitely high marks oh hi mark um if you get it you get it and everybody usually gets it and then they had a choco nana nut a stout and that was nine percent alcohol and i gave that a 4.25 it's a thick flavor pack stout Brewed with chocolate, banana, and toasted coconut. And you definitely got all those flavors. It was definitely very tasty. Uh, like I said, I gave it a 4.25. Uh, a pretty good one from them. So uh, if you ever are in the New Jersey Shore area and you're in Seaside, Seaside Heights, definitely check them out. I don't know if they'll have any of these on tap when you go there. I don't know how rotating it is or how much they bring these things back or if it's just like a one-off or they're like seasonal. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Um, but definitely try them out. You know, they've got these good beers. So I guess like, you know, even if they're not these same beers that are there when you go to try them, if you ever go, they're probably going to be pretty decent beers uh, regardless because they make some pretty good stuff overall. Um, well, that was all the stuff I tried from them that day. And I did find a place near here recently that... Um, well, I went and I ordered the what I thought was the pineapple Dole Whip, but the bartender gave me another one from them. She just heard me say "heavy real," and I guess she just thought I was talking about this one. It's a called "It Had to Be You." It's eight percent. It's an IPA. I gave it a two point five. So again, it's above a two. So it's not horrible. I don't know if I'd ever drink it again. It was kind of a. It's a collaboration with Lost Tavern Brewing out of Hellertown, PA. Um, but it had some sort of like citrusy notes, but a little too hoppy for me to enjoy fully. Um, but I drank it and, uh, I did get the pineapple Dole Whip later on in that, uh, sitting and I gave it a four. It's 5.8% alcohol and that's uh, soured with their Funkadelic house culture and brewed with vanilla ice cream, pineapple marshmallow, and Madagascar vanilla beans. Fluffy marshmallow and sweet ice cream vanilla hit immediately and then give way to lighter sour and huge amounts of tropical pineapple for the finish. 
this beer will make you want to pin trade for sure. And that's a good inside Disney joke because people trade the Disney pins. And the Pineapple Dole Whip are kind of like a Disney world or land staple. Or so I've heard. I've never been to either one of them. Um, but like I said, I gave it a four. Definitely a good one. Um, definitely enjoyed it. Glad that I got to taste it. So that's all from Heavy Reel. So those are the two places I went to recently by myself. And now I've told you about them. So um, it was just a short little bonus episode here. Just being live by myself. So I didn't have to bore Peach. Um, so yeah. Uh, I'll definitely probably do thing another episode like this again. Once I get a, a couple more places that I've gone to by myself under my belt and enough to do like a small little bonus episode like this um i'm also thinking about in the future maybe um doing some not really patreonish kind of stuff because through where we record our um podcast anchor you can turn on subscriptions and then you can allow like you know subscriber only content i'm thinking about doing so maybe some bonus podcast about like some horror movies doing some horror reviews maybe some old stuff some new stuff and just putting them up there for you know subscription purpose if horror fans want to check it out or if they don't you know who knows um just an idea i'm kicking around but that's it for now um i don't know what i'll call this pumpkins beer patch maybe but uh i'll still be kicking it around all right um i guess that's it that's all for me this is just about 25 minutes not too bad right well, see you next time on a bonus episode or one of our real episodes or, or whatever. Later. Begin spiel! Hi, Peach here. Want to check us out on social media? On Facebook and Instagram, we're at Pumpkin and Peach Podcast. We're even on Twitter now, too, at Pumpkin and Peach Pod. Interested in checking out our business? On Facebook and Instagram, Ugly Mugs Inc. In any of the bios will be our link tree and you can get to any of those locations if you want to collab or sponsor up with us um if you're local if you want us to come to a place your place of business and try something and review it on the podcast we'll be more than happy to do that if you're not local you can send us stuff and we'll talk about it and review it on the podcast and then who knows what could happen from there please write a review for us it really helps us out also, depending on whatever platform you're listening to us on, like or subscribe. It'll help you because you'll know when new episodes drop and it helps us grow our presence. End spiel!